Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk Podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Soul Tribe. I hope you guys have enjoyed the recent guests who have been kind enough to lend their time to the show. I loved chatting with them and really enjoy that I learned something from each guest. If there's a guest that you are dying to hear from on Spirit Talk, send me an email or a DM on Instagram, and I'll take it into consideration for sure. Speaking of Instagram, if you have Instagram and aren't following Spirit Talk 13, then give it a go. I feel like that's the place I'm most active online. I like to keep the duality there, so you'll find some serious stuff as well as lighthearted and funny things like spiritual memes. Mostly those are in the stories, while the posts are more deep in nature. But who doesn't love a good spiritual meme, right? Actually, last week, I had a reading scheduled one evening, and the sitter didn't show up. It was the first time this has ever happened in my practice readings. She she got caught up with time, whatever happened. We've rescheduled it. But I was in my little zen den, as I call it, the room in my house where I meditate, do Reiki, do readings, and where I record this podcast. I was sitting here having kind of already prepared myself for a reading and I thought hmm she isn't here that's okay I'm not gonna go and waste this feeling of wanting to connect and being ready to do so so I went live on Instagram and pulled cards I don't go live much but I'm gonna start doing it more because this was fun and what do you know a few of you listeners came in I pulled a few cards for a few of you how cool such a neat way to connect I'll do that more for sure. If you guys are intrigued, my handle is in the show notes. And while we're talking about social media, there's also a group for for you guys, just for this soul tribe, you listeners of the podcast. It's called Spirit Talk, a soul tribe on Facebook. I will put that in in the show notes as well. And I'm not really active on Facebook much, but I keep it around for one main reason, groups especially the Soul Tribe group, though it is still a small group. Uh, that is really where I am most mostly engaged as far as Facebook goes. I love talking about this stuff. I, I love hearing from you guys. I love the community we're building and I really do want to see that group become super active. So post away, friends. Share it with your spirit tribe, your, your soul group, and let's grow that thing. <laughs> the link is in the show notes as well. And actually, if you stick around to the end of this episode, I will share something from that group, a new little segment that will be on the show from time to time. Okay, so there's some housekeeping out of the way for now. Thank you for joining me today. It's all on me today, no guests. And first of all, I guess I kind of need to say sorry The Elements episode really would have been good in a series, all four together, but it's been months since I released the last Element episode, which was Spirit of Earth. What can I say? I don't love a lot of rules. (laughs) It's hard for me to do the nine to five thing. There are already so many rules in life, like 
We need to wear clean clothes, feed our children, exercise, nourish our bodies properly, get places on time, do laundry, do dishes, blah, blah. (laughs) Friends, this is my podcast and I don't have a boss to answer to. So you know what? The result of that is having months between the element episodes. (laughs) What can I say? Actually, I take back saying sorry because really I'm not, I guess. Not really sorry. I'm going with the flow here and I'm loving it. (laughs) This is the Spirit of Fire episode. I was called to do these element episodes because knowing about the elements helps us seekers to understand ourselves and our loved ones. Noticing the qualities of specific elements helps me to feel connected to the divine. I hope it does the same for you. We are all made up of the same stuff. When it comes to the elements, some get a little more of this, a little less of that, but we can always call in the spirit of whichever element we need, and we can learn how to work with our own makeup and harness the power of elements in order to be more balanced and achieve the high vibe nature of each element. The five elements are continually evolving and changing within us, and some elements become stronger and more dominant at different stages in life. The elements help explain physiology and pathology within the body. Each element has unique characteristics and are associated with seasons, weather, color, personality type, and even certain symptoms or disease states. Today, we will talk fire. It's difficult for me to rate the elements as favorites. They're all really important and all so different but I am quite partial to fire. That could have something to do with my astrology. My sun and moon are in fire after all. But regardless of why, I know that fire makes me feel alive. We're early into 2022, but I've already managed to go out with my family to the woods and have a fire at least four separate times. Staring at fire is both soothing and invigorating. I know some of you relate to that. Staring at a campfire is relaxing, and that's something we have certainly inherited from our ancestors, as their fires and hearths were often a place of safety and warmth. Now, there's even scientific evidence that our bodies relax when staring at campfires. A study out of Alabama University proved that staring at a fire lowers blood pressure. Even watching a video recording of fire has the same effect. For my first few months of life, I stared at fires for long periods. I was born in the 80s, in December. And back then it was especially common to have wood fireplaces in the living room. My mom would sit me in a little rocker in front of the fire and I would just sit and stare at it. As an adult now, there have been several times where I've reached a trance state from staring at flames. I've received insightful downloads from the universe staring at the flames in these trance states. Having a fire honors our ancestors. It aids us with meditation. It bonds us with our loved ones. It brings that feeling of oneness and it helps relax our bodies. What more can you ask for, people? (laughs) Do you guys use fire as a spiritual tool? A way to unwind or feel more connected to your ancestors? feel free to share it with me. Send me a message. And if you haven't stared at a fire in a while, this is your nudge and encouragement to do it sometime soon. 
Okay, let's talk personality traits. A fire personality consists of someone who is passionate, creative, and authoritative. The fire element is one of spontaneity, inspiration, intuition, and big passions. Fiery people are excitable and impulsive and love to light a fire under others. They can be quite inspirational at times. When a person has an abundance of fire energy and could use more balance of other elements or they are suppressing their fieriness and not expressing it fully, they can become impulsive to the point of detriment and irritable, may suffer from insomnia, high blood pressure, or headaches. There's a reason for linking tempers to the fire element. For example, certain sayings like, that person's so fiery when they have a a temper tantrum, or wow, was he ever hot-headed? And those are examples of not achieving the high vibe nature of fire. It's a learning process. Fire is the second fastest element they can quickly move from one idea or mood or situation to another. It's definitely one of the personality types that's easy to spot when not in balance, but luckily for fire types, they can move on and put things behind them quite well, for the most part. When a fire-dominant person is in their power, when they know their worth, and when they really allow their own self-expression, it's truly a beautiful thing. Anyone is lucky to have someone in their corner like that. Fire friends have an uncanny ability to lift their loved one's mood and inject fun into nearly any situation. Fire is often the symbol of inspiration, yet it's also the predominant symbol of hell. Talk about duality. And fire is the only of the four elements that humans can produce themselves. So it really bridges the connection between us and the universe. Many cultures view fire as a symbol of wisdom and knowledge. Ancient religions, and I'm thinking particularly about the pagans, they certainly used fire in ritual and spell casting. Fire energies applied to anything was associated with your personal power, ingenuity, and manifesting will. It could also represent bravery, beginnings, and drive. Fire is an active energy. Here's something I haven't talked about on the show before, Feng Shui. It's been kind of a peripheral interest of mine over the years, and I recently brought out an old book. I've been looking through it, so you might hear more about this on on the show. Uh, Feng Shui is an ancient Chinese traditional practice, which is about using energy forces to harmonize individuals within their surrounding environments, so within the home. In Feng Shui, the element of fire embodies enthusiasm, warm feelings, movement, and spiritual radiance. The fire is alive and gives birth to new life and new ideas. According to Feng Shui practice, in the home, red items can represent fire energy, usually placed in the southern quarter of the home. Also, one can place fire emblems near the fireplace or kitchen stove. Uh, Combine this with wooden tokens or wooden items as a way of giving the fire food. If you feel there's too much fire in your home, 
like there's lots of ongoing clashes between individuals, for example, tempers are flaring, then you can bring in metal to cool the fire down. Ancient Greeks also used fire for mystical purposes. Pyromancy is the art of divination by means of fire. So divination by fire, pyromancy, is an ancient art that historians feel was among the first forms of prognostication, which is to say fortune telling or prophesizing the future. Interesting stuff. So if you do have uh, Greek ancestry or Chinese ancestry or pagan ancestry, these are really neat ways to look back into what ways that your people used fire. When it comes to astrology, the fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. In numerology, fire corresponds to numbers 1, 3, 9, and sometimes 2. While 2 is not a total fire vibration, the sensitivity and human warmth of 2 is where it does take on fire traits, though in my view, it's more like a reflection of flame within water energy. So one, three, and nine, and quasi two. (laughs) When it comes to tarot, the suit of wands represents fire. The wand cards are about transformation, initiative, regeneration. We can read into them with respect to the way we act, the result of our action, and where our intentions could lead us if we act in accordance with them. And just to finish it off, a few more random tidbits about fire. The season it is related to is summer. Of course, no surprise there. Weather is heat. The direction is south. And emotion is joy. Okay, so that is all I really have to say about fire. There is so much more. I encourage you all to dive into the elements and really interpret it in your own way with your own intuition of course before i go remember the episode i did low-key psychic if you haven't checked it out go ahead go back and it's called low-key psychic well i asked you guys to share with me your own stories about how your psychic abilities have shown up in life and i want to share with you some of those on the show so i'm going to do that periodically and it doesn't really even have to be that your psychic meaning you're telling the future or anything like that. Again, I use the term psychic very, very broadly. It could be literally anything from noticing signs and symbols to perceiving one of your loved ones in spirit to, oh, you woke up one morning and were all dressed and then changed your shirt because it just felt right, only to notice that your bestie was wearing the same shirt that day. Literally anything goes. Send me your stories, guys. I've already had lots roll in and it's really exciting. I'm, I'm going to share them with you. Let's call this little segment Spirit Stories. So here is the first one being shared on the show. This one comes from the Soul Tribe Facebook group. Lisa wrote, I was feeling exceptionally low one day, almost a year after one of my besties committed suicide. My husband said, let's go for a drive. I'm always looking and asking for signs from those crossed and love when they are so clear and the times when they're not so clear as well. That day I was asking for a very clear sign of support. 
On one of the back roads we were on, the sky was especially delicious in clouds. I started snapping photos out the window. When I got home, I was going through them and almost deleted one with a street sign in the way of the clouds. Then I realized the street sign was Cameron, the last name of my best friend. Yup, Cameron. Heavenly love, divine spirit, support. Oh, oh my goodness, Lisa, you touched my heart. Now I'm crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> that was our very first spirit stories segment, guys. I hope you loved it. And I hope you learned a little something about fire. Please reach out, send me your stories. Tell me, how do you use fire in your life? Do you use it as a spiritual tool? And that'll be it for today. Until we meet again, friends. Bye.